wasn't the correct answer. Oh. <laughs> no, it's okay. What do you no, mean? Okay. You ask one at a time or at the same time. Right? Is that not what you asked? I don't know what I asked. Now God at this point. Welcome back. The boost and reviews, Welcome ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's the same shit show, just a different just way of watching it. virtually, because guess what? We tried to we figure out our audio issues, suck. and guess what? We fucking suck. Now we're re-recording, because this is our lives. Yay! We recorded, what, two days ago? Three yeah. days ago? Yep. We recorded th three days ago uh, for two hours. We got two lit. Hours. We got lit. Oh, we got so drunk. <laughs> we really did. And it didn't even fucking work. I'm so sad because it was so funny. Uh, I had fine. a headache the next day. Let me tell you, that that was a good choice. Danielle's choice. Good choice. Uh, I know. I wish you, could ex you guys could. Well, you're going to experience a little bit of it, but there's going to be no audio to it. So it's fine. It's Honestly, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But... Well the good news is we picked a good alcohol and we had a good time for no reason, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would drink it again. I would drink it again. Oh, 100%. Next time I go to the wine store. Oh. Next time I go to the store, I'm totally going to get. <laughs> I was like, why did you stop? <laughs> Next time I go to the store and get alcohol, I'm getting that. You can get other things from the wine store, but yeah. Spoiler alert. Danielle got us wine. You want to talk about the wine that you got us, Danielle? Uh... Yeah, sure. Well, okay. First of all, episode 10, everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Welcome wait, back. no. I think it's episode 9, Morgan, because I was looking at the... um, <laughs> I was looking at the... Like, how I edit the videos, and I had episode 8 before this one. And you fucking put 10, and we were just... We were saying 10 this whole time? <laughs> oh, my God. New co-host wanted. It's either 9 or 10. I'm going to go Math look. Math is hard. I'm pretty sure it's nine, but I, I, who knows? I'm an artist, not a, I'm not a mathematician. Mike says nine. <laughs> wow. And he just was going to fucking let us. Oh, wait, this is apples never fall. Hold on. Bug. It is nine. <laughs> We were fucking saying episode 10. You wrote it this time. I know, Morgan. I, I thought it was it up. Episode 9. When am I not going to mess up the episode? Never. This is, it's a theme, and I'm just going to stick with it. It's a new bit, and it's always going to stay, so it's fine. <laughs> Math is hard. We were so excited to be in the double digits, too. You just ruined my entire day. Well, guess what? Our next, next episode, episode is double digits, <laughs> double and we can we can we should get the things to go, and then it, like all the confetti comes down. How do they go? I can't do it. Pop fairy. Right. Oh shit! Nope. And, and Mike's then... not picking it up on my end. Nope. Dang. Well, you're literally just going pop, pop. Okay. And then the like confetti comes down and it's like double digits. Yeah. Thanks for our five followers who listen to us every time. Yeah. <laughs> the five we have people. Consistent five followers though. Yes, our consistent five. Let's go. Rip. So do you, you want to fucking talk about the wine that you bought for episode 47? Yeah, I do. Episode 299. Here it is. It's turning okay. into 347 days. 
Um, yeah, so I went to the wine store and I was hyped because it was my choice. And you know, my freaking I forgot to buy for once. Three years. So I had to like redo and whatever. So last episode, we had those seltzers and I had to redeem myself. I had to come in strong. So I walked into the wine store, old me, and the first, my eyes lock on to a man. A man on a bottle. Okay. And, and we would make eye contact. And I knew that was the bottle that I was getting for boost and reviewed. And guess what? what? On that bottle. Snoop Dogg. It's the motherfucking <laughs> double G. <laughs> yeah. So it's Snoop Dogg's 90, 91? I don't know. You Where bought it. I know. Whatever it's well, n- right here is where they're going to see a video of it, right? Right, right. It's 91 Crimes, it. Snoop Dogg, and it was rosé, and woo, It was so good. So good, and I was so nervous because um, usually wine, so like when I get wine for the pod, Morgan's not a big wine drinker. Oh, it's 19, not 9, 91. It's 19 Crimes, and it's the okay. rosé. Snoop Dogg's rosé. It was tasty. Okay, yeah. It was very good. I don't like... I like very sweet wines. I think Danielle and I are a little uh, opposite on wine sometimes. Oh, yeah. So I like really sweet. <laughs> and when she brought that wine, I was like, great, I'm gonna hate it. It was so good. There's a part of the episode 10 that you're not gonna see where um, I take a whole big sip like not because you're supposed to sip wine and like be a lady and sip wine and I just go for it and I'm like and I take a whole big sip and there's no face that I make because yeah. usually I'm like you yeah know? I was so and excited. I don't make face it's and it's so like fun. a good in between because like I like dry and you like sweet so I think it's like a good in between and like mm-hmm. sometimes when you get Certain wines, they have a very tart aftertaste. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this one went, it was very, very smooth. And I was like, when you're drinking it, the aftertaste, it just kind of sm- tastes smooth in the back of your throat. I don't really know how to describe it, but that's how oh, I, I agree with you. I taste it. And it was, it was just really tasty. And sometimes rosés for me are a little too sweet, but that was like a good, good, like blend of not too sweet and very smooth. So. Highly, highly suggest the dogs yeah. wine. <laughs> the dogs the dog. wine. If you had to rate it on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate it? I would say an eight. I agree. I would also it was, say an eight. It's definitely top tier on the alcohols that we've tried for sure, for sure. Yeah, I think the only thing really beating it right now is that apple pie oh. wine. See, here's the thing, Morgan. I think I would drink that more than the apple pie. Oh yeah, I think the apple pie. I think the apple pie tasted better, but that's something that you have on a on a holiday like, or yeah, like, like special, special occasion. occasion. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's the but only thing that's that, what's. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, I think that's what's making it better for me because I feel like I could have that rosé anytime and I get want. Fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and get fucked up. We finished the bottle. No, oh yeah. We finished like a normal size wine bottle. Um 
and I believe it was mostly in the episode. Like we yeah. hung out afterwards and I think we had like a tiny bit, yeah. like maybe that much. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that usually you can tell when it's a good alcohol, we finish it by the end of the episode. Not the whole, like either yeah. if it's a seltzer, we finish a can or yeah. finish the bottle if it's a wine bottle. So I need yeah, to stop yeah. drinking so much on the podcast because that episode really fucked me up. I mean, you had a good time. At the end of the episode, though, I don't know if you're going to put a clip in of this, but I'm literally just like, like my head's down, <laughs> my head's down, and I'm just like, can't. I just forget that I'm doing a pod, and I'm just, we, my face is warm. Did I didn't tell you, but we opened this window because we were hot. I never closed it. So oh, Sunday so I came cold. in here and it was fucking freezing. And I was like, why is it so cold in here? Like the heat doesn't come into here that, that well. But it was because we were fucking feeling ourselves. <laughs> Open the window and never closed it. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a really was- good time. By the end of the episode, we were talking nonsense. Like, you know how yep. we're like, are we a book? Are we a book podcast? We are not a book yep. podcast. <laughs> I don't remember what we got on the subject of, to be honest with you. I don't even know. It was so funny. Good. Yeah. If you want to, that's like a really good wine. That's like dangerous. So. Very dangerous. So yeah. Very dangerous. (laughs) Good times. I liked it a lot. I will be getting it more often. Yeah. I want to know where you bought it at eventually. Um, I think you can get it anywhere. Um, I got it at the one near me, but. Yeah. yeah. Where did I got drunk? Woohoo. <laughs> I did, and you guys can't fucking see any of it. I'll throw in some clips here and there. You can always okay. put on clips of in the Instagram of it without audio. That's fine. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll just because I still have the video. Yeah. So dang it. Freaking audio issues being the burden that is us. I think this episode's gonna be better though. I agree. I agree. You're gonna be able to hear yeah. us both so much better. they're gonna be like wow this is what they actually sound like i'm unsubscribing <laughs> they, they aren't able shit. to hear it. <laughs> they're really fucking annoying <laughs> they are really annoying nah yep. we're not annoying we're freaking cool our five subscribers yeah Woo! down to two <laughs> down to well you and me subscribing to our own podcast mm, high five anyway morgan What did you read this month? Okay. I am just going to go briefly over what I read and then go deeper into just some of the ones that I want to talk about. Because I read eight books this month. Who am I? Yeah, what? Who who have you become? You're one of those girls that reads 20 books in a month. I know. I don't even know what what I'm at right now. Well, honestly, was March a long month? Like no, we record. It's between what we recorded, though. Oh, geez, yeah, you're right, you're right. Because we recorded like mm, the twentieth of February, so we still had a whole other week of February. Yeah, yeah. And now, I mean, I haven't finished a book in the three days that we recorded last, so I'm not adding anything to what oh. we did on Saturday. But same. And guess what, Morgan? What? I also read eight books. <laughs> Who fuck are we? Who are we? Are we legit book Instagrammers? No, you're not. You're not legit until you get a TBR card, Morgan. So, <laughs> okay. Well, my birthday's not coming up anytime soon. Oh, shout out to all two of our subscribers. 
I'll put it in my wish list on my Amazon. <laughs> on your Amazon? Yeah. Uh, we're getting okay. a GoFundMe for Morgan for a TBR card, which is $30, yeah. but it's fine. I'm just broke, okay? Also this podcast same. makes me no money. <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> and just do this for fun. So I'm broke fine. and still reading. Here we are. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm broke, but I have money to buy books. Am I really broke? Still yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... I read Homicide and Hollow Hollow by Mia P. Manansala, and that is the sequel to Arsenic and Adobo. I gave that a three. Didn't really live up to the hype of the first book. I think the first book was my first cozy mystery, and it moved really fast, and I was really excited for it. And the second one, I was just kind of like, meh. But there is a third book coming out. I'll probably still read it to be honest with you. Like, I liked the book. It just wasn't my favorite. Do you like the characters in that book? I think so. The, what the fell flat for you in the second one? I think the characters were a little bit more whiny in this book. Like, there was just a lot of misunderstandings, and not in an annoying way. I think it was just kind of like the main two characters are best friends. And the best friend was getting mad at the main character because she didn't have time for this. Like, I don't want to give anything away because this might be a spoiler for Arsenic and Adobo. But she didn't have enough time for her, essentially. And she was like, I have a lot on my plate. I don't really have time for this. And she was like, well, we're doing this together. So you kind of, I don't know. Yeah. But the main character wasn't telling her best friend what she was going through. So her best friend just thought she was dipping out. Oh, so it's like and a like miscommunication being... kind of thing. Yeah, but it wasn't like I wasn't annoyed by it. I just think the characters were a little whiny. Yeah. yeah. I also read this like in February, so I can't really remember all the things that fell flat for me. It just it was just okay. It was just average. It wasn't bad. It just didn't like blow my mind, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know what I was gonna say, but I'm excited to read Arsenic and Adobo. Eventually. I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. And I still think you'd probably like the second book. I think it's very similar to the first book. Okay. So the first book I was like, oh, this is a new concept. This is why I liked it so much. And then the second book I was like, okay, it's the same thing. This isn't any spoilers, but like it's the same thing as the se- as the first book. So I think that's kind of why I was like, was expecting a little more maybe yeah that's possible i don't know okay but i would still recommend it i still am gonna read the third book so yeah. no nothing bad here um the second book that i read was what if it's us by becky albertali and adam silvera which that is also a part of a series that's ya and who are you morgan i know what the heck what did Cozy you give mystery. it YA, I gave it a four. What the heck? I don't know. I don't a know. YA, and you gave it a four. I don't know I don't what's know happening. What I, am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. But it's part of a series as well. I also bought the second book because I bought it when I went to Barnes and Noble. And I bought the second book, not even knowing if I would like the first book, but I like Adam Silvera because he wrote They Both Die at the End. And that oh. destroyed <laughs> destroyed me. <laughs> and that's coming out with a prequel which I i'm very excited I about. Did see that. i'm gonna cry at that too can't wait 
Um, <laughs> uh, Flicker in the Dark by Stacey Willingham. I absolutely hated that book. I gave it a two. I will go into a little bit afterwards because I know you read A Flicker in the Dark, so we can also sort of talk about that. This next one, The Paris Apartment by Lucy Foley. I'm not going to talk about this because it just came out. I don't want to give any spoilers. I know I already told you, I think, offline yeah, what happened. Shit. But I, <laughs> I gave it a 2.5. I think I was just expecting a lot. I was. This was one of my books that I'm that was so excited for for 2022 and I was just kind of like are you serious everything's fine <laughs> I buddy read that one with with Liz and she also feels very similar to <laughs> how I felt about it so we were talking about it I think I enjoyed reading this book it was very fast-paced very short chapters and buddy reading with Liz and being able to like have conversations about it just a buddy read in general but also as someone who also fucking hated it, was also really fun, I guess. Buddy reading a shit yeah. book. Mm -hmm. And you guys can so, just like poop on it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I buddy read that with her. That's always a fun thing. When you guys both, like when you got, when somebody hates the book yeah. that you hate, you can just be like, this is why I hate it and just go off and like. <laughs> I literally remember, I think I sent you the screenshots of our conversation when she, I think she finished the book whatever portion we were on or the book, I can't remember, um, before I did, before I got a chance to read and I was reading and I was like, Liz, what the fuck is this? And she's like, oh, keep reading. It gets worse. <laughs> and then I kept reading and then she sent me, hold on. Oh my God. Do I still have it? I'll make sure there's no like, spoil you probably can't even read it. But she was just sending me memes. <laughs> when you're, you can, your emotions are solely made into felt. By a meme from a book. See, you know, that I makes me fart. sad because Lucy Foley also wrote The Guest List, and I have yet to read that too. I liked The Guest List. Yeah. Did she wrote what a... she sent me? Oh, is it going to focus? It's oh, just wait. Guy saying, there's more. <laughs> oh, wait, there's more. <laughs> and then she sent, Yeah, that's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> Maybe I sent that. Oh, no, she sent that. We're just sending memes back and forth. That's so funny. I yeah. did like the guest list, though. There's another one she wrote, and I was like, dang, that makes me yes. sad. The hunting party. Yes. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. I think out of these three books, The Paris Apartment, I think, is the highest. Wait, you read The I Hunting think... Party? No, no, no. I'm saying um, review-wise, not oh. me, like everybody. Gotta, gotta, gotta. I think the hunting party is the least liked. Okay. And the Paris apartment, I think, is, I think that's at like a four or something on Goodreads. I was just in the minority and didn't like it. Um, I was actually in between when we recorded last. I was found this girl on Bookstagram that I started talking to, and she read the Paris apartment. And I was like, tell me what you thought about it because I'm glad to talk about it, just to find new friends and talk. And she was like, I gave it a four. I really liked it. And I was like, interesting. Bye. <laughs> no, 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 we talked about it. She was nice. But she, this reminded me of our conversation that we had on Saturday. And I'm not going to give it away because I want you to still go on that rant. Fuck. Oh. She basically said that she was reading a book or she got through a book so quick 
because she doesn't ha- I'm not going to find the exact quote, but she's like, I barely have enough time for reading as it is. So when I'm not like completely in love with a book, I just DNF it. So she's just kind of like, I'm not going to waste my time on a book that I hate. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'll let you get there when we get there. Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> I read Death on the Nile by Agatha Christie. I also read I know that. You, you also read that. I gave that a 2.5. I think the, well, what's his name? Oh, Perot. Detective Perot. I, I don't like his books. You just cut out. I, I said I love him. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a big, I a big pro stan. Did not, I didn't care for him. I think that's mainly why I didn't like the book. But I'm still going to see the movie because the movie looks good. I've heard it's it. shit. I've oh, heard the movie's shit. Great. Well, we can talk about that more when I go through mine because I also okay. read that book. <laughs> um, I also buddy read The Book of Cold Cases, which is another one I'm not going to talk about because it also just came out by Simone St. James. And I buddy read that with Victoria. I'm like waving this thing around. We love Victoria and Liz. What a good group of people to friggin' I know to read with. Um, I gave that a four. I think Victoria gave it a four point five. So we both really enjoyed it. I think there was just some parts that were a little too quick for me that just I didn't give it a a five. But I think you would really like it because it gave me home before dark vibes. <sighs> we love i love yeah. home before dark um did you read sundown motel yes did you like that one which one did you like better so i so i read i don't know if she has just three books but i've read three of her books oh okay i read the broken girls oh I read, right yep mm-hmm. yeah i read the broken girls i read sundown motel and i read this book and i think broken girls was my least favorite you want to know why i realized that it I read it before this book, but it's very similar to Plain Bad Heroines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think that's tough. I don't remember what I rated the Sundown Motel. I think I gave, I think I would say the Sundown Motel is still my favorite. That's one I really want to read. I don't own it. I don't think I do. Um, it's on Book of the Month. Maybe one day if I'm feeling feeling frisky, I'll add it onto my Admont. Give it a five. I gave it a five. Yeah. So I think by default, obviously, Sundown Motel was my favorite. This one was still up there. There was just parts of it that I was just kind of like, okay. It was still very good. You need to read it. I need to read so many books. I just feel forever behind. Like, don't yeah. you just wish you had, like, just have, like, a year off to just get through your pile of I'd books? I'd probably, I would probably end that year with a even longer TBR, though. Let's be honest. Yeah. I know. Uh. Um. So I also obviously read Crying in H Mart, which is the whole point of the podcast this month. Yeah. Um. We're going to get into that later. Oh, you brought your book. It is. Oh, it's up there. Right there. Na, 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 na. Just kidding. 
the last one. This was an ARC audiobook that I listened to. Oh boy. You already know. Peach Blossom <laughs> Spring by Melissa Fu was so goddamn good. So good. I gave that a five. That was the longest audiobook I've ever listened to in my entire life. But you know what? I did not want that book to end. I found myself at the very end when I knew it was like the last chapter counting. Like it had like 30 seconds, 29 seconds. And I was like, fuck me. It's over. It's over. And then it got down to one second. And I was like, and then it said epilogue. And I almost shit my pants in my car. It's not over. It's not over. Literally was my response. I was like, oh my God, okay. And then it actually ended because how much further can you go after an epilogue? Epilogue two. Epilogue two. Honestly. The afterlife. Right. If this turned into a series or if she wrote another book within the same um, world, I guess, I would read it. I would absolutely read it. I don't know if this is a debut novel. I'm going to put this down because I feel like I'm just fucking throwing it everywhere. Um, I would absolutely read another one of her books. I loved it. I think the only thing that drove me nuts was the narrator at times would kind of get like a lot of saliva in her mouth. This is a really <laughs> weird explanation but she would get a lot of saliva in her mouth and if I turned her up to like listen I would hear the saliva in her mouth but it was only I know but it was only when she did um like because she changed voices for characters it was the same lady but she changed voices for characters so when she did kids voices it was like higher pitched like this and yeah I'm a kid. (laughs) So I think that was my only thing that I didn't like, but that didn't take away a star or anything, really. I think it was or will be one of or the top book of 2022. I said it. It's March. I don't care. That's insane. I said it. It's March. I said it. I don't care. That's fucking sue me. Yeah. And, oh, just kidding. Never mind. But yeah, no, that's crazy. That's like a heavy statement, and it's only March. That's crazy. And it was a historical fiction. So, like, it, again, not in my wheelhouse. Who are you becoming? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but it was so good. It was a generational timeline. It changed um, location point of view, and it had, like, it broke it up in parts. So part one was, like, I don't know if this was the exact year, but like 1950 to 1962. And then part two would be 1962 to 1970. And then, yeah, it was really good. You really need to read it. I loved listening to it. I don't know if it's going to be different for reading it versus listening to it. Who knows? But I really loved it regardless. Yeah, that's um, I borrowed it from my, my boyfriend's mom. And I want to read it so bad. It's literally on the top of my TBR shelf because it's one that I'm really, really looking forward to. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to read it. I might might make it Thick a part. Bitch. I don't know when I'll be. Maybe June. But oh my gosh, I just want to read it soon. May's crazy, so I don't know how many books I'm going oh, yeah. to fit in. But um, it is her debut novel. Oh. Uh, yeah. 
God. It was so good. It was so good. Um, but that's some craziness that it's your top of 2022. I have been reading some eh books, but I think that one I just like. I think I also listened to it for the entire month of March because I was listening to it on my drive to work and my drive home, which is only like 15 minutes one way. So not even a chapter sometimes because the chapters were kind of long. They weren't quick, Mm -hmm. but also trying to like figure out the characters and stuff in the very beginning. I was just kind of like, oh boy, is this, I didn't know if I was going to like it. It was a 14 hour audio book. Oh, she's thick. She's thick book. So Yeah. When we went, we went to go visit um, some family, not last weekend, but the weekend before, which is like three hours one way. So I just popped that in and I was like, I'm going to get six hours worth done (laughs) on this. And I did. And then I finished it that next week. The week before we recorded, I finished it. But I was just like, I don't want it to end. I like found myself (laughs) crying at parts. Like I'm driving and I'm like, (laughs) not like actually crying, but yeah. You had like a tear, like a glimmer. Yes. And it had really good quotable moments. I want to go back and see if I can find them somewhere. They were about like sadness and forgiveness and like they were really nice quotes. So I want to go find them. But overall, loved it. I can't wait for you to read it so we can talk about it. So um, sounds like a book I've read and I would like to recommend to you that I really love and the reason why I want to read Peach Blossom Spring. So mm-hmm. I, um, when I first like started getting back to reading and like whatnot, um, I just started, I was like, oh, Emma Watson has a book club. And I was like, well, I'm going to give it a shot. So then Pachinko was one of her, um, her, I think it was like October, November picks. So I was like, I'll give it a shot. And I found it at a library book sale and I got it and I read it and so good and it's multi-generational and it goes through like mm. beginning of the timeline with the family and then it's like point of view of the daughter point of view of the son whatever so like it's really really good and it's very similar to that and i think you'd like that so i suggest give that one a it? try since you really really like this one do you still have it i do not unfortunately you i don't know why i gave it away um the library my library is having a book sale on friday Next week, yeah. Interesting. I might try to stop there and see what they have. And if if I stumble upon Pachinko, I'll snatch it up because books are a dollar. So, will you snap me when you go? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I hope I was gonna like kind of sneak out during my lunch. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Next Friday. I also big... think I might. Yeah. So. Right. Right. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> But that's I all the broke. books that I read. I broke. I broke. Okay. That's all the books that I read. So if you Wait, want to. We can't just gloss over Flicker in the Dark like that. No, 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 no. Why did you give it a two and a half? Because I gave that shite a four. But before you get into it, I know you physically read it. I listened to the audiobook. So. Can you see that? Oh, yeah. That is Morgan's review of this book. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Spoilers off, incoming <laughs> for Flicker in the Dark. I don't want to like go. I don't want to take too much time up, but there was a couple issues, and you know how when I find very small issues in the book, I have like I just hate it automatically. Yes, but they were stupid issues that I feel like. I'm sorry, Stacey Willingham. I really am. But your editor, you should fire. <laughs> Get the I'm... stupid ass out of there. So here's here's one of the issues. So when they are in the cemetery and they find like the earring or something, she, what's the main character's name? Chloe? Yeah. She has it like in her hand and she's like picking it up and she's holding it in her hand. And the officer who's like assigned to the search or whatever comes over. And what he meant to say was, oh, what is it? Because like everybody's like, hey, come here. We found something. We found something. And he comes over and it's like, what is it? But the dialogue reads, and I swear to God, I read this over and I took a picture of it. I don't still have the picture. Of course not. But I took a picture of it to be like, am I having a stroke? She wrote what it is what it is what the <laughs> she literally wrote what it is and of course she mentions right what is it and i was like why <laughs> it's not like it's an arc even though arcs you know they have to still be edited and whatnot this was a physically published book that is on my this right here it's over here somewhere <laughs> oops nope this way yeah whatever it's, you get it's the point. been published for a solid right. two months now maybe one month two months yeah because it came out in january i think yeah and i didn't get it in the beginning and you know what i had fomo and i should have fucking saved my ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> whatever i listened to it and i had a great time but i also i'm glad you enjoyed it i also think that like you this you know this listening to a book is a different experience it is. than physically reading the book because you don't i this is my experience i remember more details when i read it and like mm -hmm. see the words in front of me rather than yeah. listening to it because like i'll get distracted and i will like forget and i'll be like oh wait what yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah so that's probably why i enjoyed it because i like and the audio the narrator might have corrected herself when that happened I'm, I feel like, I mean, who knows? Maybe the narrator is not supposed to correct. I don't know. I'm not a book narrator, clearly. But I think that would be something that I would probably correct if I was like, what it is. Or maybe they, they've probably also read the book before narrating it. Because if I was, I always think about this too. If I was narrating a book and some like dumb twist happened, I feel like I would be like, and then are you fucking kidding me? And then he did this. Like, I would not be a good narrator. And maybe that's why I'm not a narrator. But <laughs> I want we'll... you to narrate the books that I write in the future, which is never. So, damn it. God. But I feel like that they should have, they should read the books beforehand. Maybe, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, yeah. It's interesting. I wonder right? how that works. Yeah. I'm wondering if, if they like it. Do, do it in, yeah. Because imagine you're reading a thriller for the first time, specifically a thriller. I'm just going to say it. Then you get to the plot twist and you don't see it coming. Sometimes I audibly gasp. Like sometimes I'll be like, oh, my God. Or like I'll have to like sit back and be like, what the fuck just happened? You can't do that when you're narrating a book. 
Jimmy went to the 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 supermarket and when he walked in he saw what the shit? What the fuck is this? What the hell? The dumb fist. <laughs> Damn it, Danielle, you write shitty books. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna need you to change this. <laughs> yeah. There was there was another major part just like uh, along the similar lines of this where um the author wrote that Chloe was she was talking to somebody about like school and she was like oh yeah I'm getting my PhD right now and then after I get my PhD I'm going to go get my masters Doesn't work like that it, you get your masters before your PhD and I gave her credit because I was like, maybe this is because I mean, I'm not she's a counselor, I think, or a psychologist or something. That's clearly not my forte. So I work with a counselor and I was like, hey, um, is this how it works? Like, I just have a stupid question. Is this how it works? And he was like, yeah, no. So I was thinking so... about that when you brought it up. And I was like, you know, maybe book took place across seas or she's british or something and it's reversed for some reason but that's like the only thing i could think of why she she would reverse it like that it's so weird she, she um lives in south carolina okay ma'am <laughs> and 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 she hold on I have an announcement after this. She It's based in Louisiana, I'm pretty sure. And then she lives in South Carolina. But her bio says, literally, she earned her bachelor's in magazine journalism from this university and her master's after in writing. So she knows. Yeah. I think she just She's wrote it and fucked up. up. <sighs> yeah. And, like, your editor's such... supposed to check that stuff. I mean... Yes, and I, everybody makes mistakes, but like that's maybe she, I don't I don't know I really have no fuck no I thoughts. have no fuck <laughs> I went to go back to Goodreads and I went to Instagram instead so that's why I was like no get back <laughs> um I think over like I if anybody wants to see this please hit me up. I will share it. I literally recorded a five minute voice memo that I don't know if I still have. I'll find it. I will find it if anybody wants to listen to it. But I just had so many issues to it. And I listened to the voice memo while I was writing the review because I already forgot. Like I read it and I was like, fuck this. I'm done with this book. And then I just forgot everything. Um, um, I also link our Goodread accounts to the YouTube on the YouTube caption, so go ahead and follow Morgan on Goodreads so you can see her hot take. I also have yeah. hot takes, which we'll get to soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think the main issue that I had overall in this entire thing was how a dad can literally be like, mm, I know my son's a murderer. Let me go to jail for him for the rest of my life and let him continue murdering people. I just was like, I don't have kids. I can't speak to what I would do as a parent. But in this present time, I can say that I don't think I would do that. Yeah. 
I had I huge problems with that. And like, not from that standpoint, from the brother's standpoint, like how shitty of a human are you to let your father go to jail? Yeah. Who is taking care of you? Like, I just can't. I was like, what a shitty human. And yep. obviously he's a shitty human because he fucking murdered people. But like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's a big part but of you it. You let your dad take the fall for you like family over murder. <laughs> I mean, priorities, I guess. <laughs> what the hell? I was so but... yeah. I was like, are you kidding? What a crabby. I think I liked and that's what listening to it. I liked that because I was like, oh, the brother. What the heck? And then you mentioned on Saturday that it like was super fast at the end and you're like what the heck you got like book whiplash yeah I did I put that in my review as well I got so much whiplash because first it was they wanted you to think it was her husband or fiance and then it was the detective who ended up being another person he wasn't who he said it he was and then it ended up being her brother and then it ended up like being her brother the entire time and then at the very end the cops were waiting outside for her or for him, excuse me, to like to confess. And she just poisoned him. Oh, yeah. You know what? She I like also... drugged him. Yeah, I remember that. You know what? I also didn't like like I gave like I gave this book a four, but like. um, I, I think this is what I didn't really like the epilogue, like the ending didn't really give me enough closure. How like so she book. went to her husband's house. Well, not her ex husband at this point mm -hmm. she went to his sister's oh yeah. yeah yeah the sister who was like in hiding yes and so we went to the sisters yep. and then they like chatted for a second and then she peaced out and that was it there was like no resolve like obviously they're not yeah. together anymore but I'm like what because like she went through this episode and he's like probably scarred because she like was like this man murdered yeah. <laughs> One more thing about this book before we move on. I said I didn't want to talk about this book for so long. And here we are. Um, so when I wrote the review and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to rate it, I go on Goodreads sometimes. Like if I give a book like a two, let's say for this instance, I'll go on and read other two reviews just to be like, oh, did I hate it for the same reasons? Or did I love it for the same reasons if I gave it a four or five? Or sometimes if I give books fours or fives, I'll read the low ratings to see if I missed something, so on. So I went and read another two star or like a low rating. And they pointed out something that I sort of picked up on. And I don't know if you, maybe you did or didn't from listening to it, but they overused the word flicker in this book. Like in an insane amount. Flicker is not a common word to use in a book. When it's in the title and the first time it happened, I was like, ooh, okay, like, love they that. <laughs> like, ten more times, and I was just like, okay, find another fucking word. We understand the book's called Flicker in the Dark. Thank you. <laughs> like, get a thesaurus. Find another word. I don't know. I get it. I get it. That can be annoying. And you're like, okay, we get it. Like, yeah, Flicker. Actually, you know what? Since you've mentioned that, I did notice the book I'm reading right now. An ARCA one from Goodreads, mm -hmm. and there's a fire that happens, and there's a lot of fire references as oh, you read the story. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, we get it. There was a fire. <laughs> yeah, we understand. 
<laughs> it's like one of those like literary things you do and it's like ooh they referenced a fire and the fire happened yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. it just was so much <laughs> i think at the end of my review i did say that i would give her one more chance so if she comes out with another book and it seems interesting i won't i'll give her one more chance if i don't like that book i'm done with her yeah yeah that's where I'm going to leave it. <laughs> okay. I feel like I've talked about this book too much. So why don't you tell me about the books that you read? Okay. So I also read eight books because whatever. This is life. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, we read. Um, so I read Jurassic Park by Michael Crichton. Creighton? Creighton. Yeah. And I gave that a five. Yee. And then I read November 9th. By Colleen Hoover. I gave a four, but I have my thoughts, which Morgan knows about, and I'm gonna go into it. Yep, go into after it. After I finish the break. No. <laughs> after I finish reading what Cut I read. to commercial. <laughs> and then wait, do you have to pee? No, I was just being an asshole. Okay. And then I read Happiness for Beginners by Catherine Center, which I also gave a five. And then I read Crying in H Mart, which we'll get into in a bit. And then um, Under the Whispering Door by TJ Klune, which I gave a five. I've given out fives like candy this month. You're um, just good books. Uh-huh. And then I read Upgrade by Blake Crouch, which I got. I gave a five as well. And it's an ARC. Yeah. Wow. Um, then we come to the downslope. I listened to my friend Anna by Rachel DeLoche Williams. And I know you want to read that book. So I'm not going to say too much. We'll mm -hmm. go off yes. when you finally read it. Because yes. um, I listened to it. And I'm going to put my review up either tomorrow or the day after. Do not read it. <laughs> Do not Are you going to put a spoiler warning where I can't read past? Yeah, it's going to be at gonna... the beginning. Don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, just okay, don't I'll read just... it at all. I'll just double click it and then mind my business. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then I'm not posting like on book Instagram. I'm going to put it on Goodreads. So just don't read it. And then <sighs> I had to do it. I did the thing that I said I would never do. And I did oh. it. I freaking DNF'd a book. I'm so mad Tell at myself because I literally said, what did you just say? I said, tell me? us more. I said, okay. tell us more. <laughs> I thought you called me a name. <sighs> I thought I called you I a had whore, to, didn't you? I had to do it. <laughs> I had to do it. I wanted, I gave it a shot. I gave it a college try. I read 200 pages. And I just. That's more than a college try. <laughs> 200 fucking pages? So, uh, a much wiser being than me said that they don't. That you should read for joy, and that if you're not enjoying a book, you should stop reading. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that they stop reading a book if they're not enjoying it after 50 pages. I'm like, that's fair. Damn, girl, you're right. I'm 200 pages in this book, and I am not enjoying anything like, that fuck I. It. Yeah, and I'm like throwing the book out the window. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was the fifth season by N.K. Jemison. There's nothing wrong with her or her writing. It was a fantasy, and I just was not into it. There's just stuff that I just, like, 
could not it just was hard to get into it was fantasy is usually kind of like ease you into the world it's like a slow build sometimes um this girl's like nope we're throwing a jail in the world and you're gonna have to figure it all out because you don't need help because your guys are smart and i'm like um i need help please i don't know what the fuck's going on so um and there was like this woman, her job was like sex worker, and she like rapes a man, and then like, it's a lot. And I'm like, it's you a know lot. What? I'm just, I'm just done here. So, yeah, I DNF'd a book, and it was, you know what? I'm not mad about it because now good I'm for reading, you. I started another book, and I like it so much. So good for you. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. I told myself I'd never do it, and here we are. That's okay. It'll I'm happen again. A grown-up book Instagram. <laughs> Wow. You're going to post about it? About that book? Oh, yeah. We're going to talk all oh, about okay. DNFing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, but aside from that, I read a lot of really good ones. And a lot of them I can't talk about yet because you have to, you're going to read some of them. And I know you have um, Upgrade by oh, Blake yes. Crouch. And I want you to read that as soon as you can so we yes. can talk about it. I don't know. Because I haven't read Dark Matter, and I know you really enjoyed Dark Matter. Yeah. And I know you had your thoughts about Recursion. Recursion was too much for me. I didn't like the... Because I know it was time travel, and he essentially, like, literally goes back in time, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. I didn't like the literal exact paragraph repeated 17 times, because he did it a couple times, and I was just kind of like... Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like... I read Recursion as well, and I actually, you know what? My friend Jamie on book Instagram said it very well. She finished it. She gave it a 3.5, which. Upgrade or Recursion? Upgrade, Upgrade. Oh, okay. okay. Um, And she described how this book is very well. No spoilers. No spoilers. Okay. She said it's a sci-fi action suspense. It's not as mind-bendy as his other books. It's more like an action action movie with a store a sci-fi storyline. Which I was like, yes, it reminded me of a CSI Law and Order in the future. And it's like Interesting. Yeah, it's all based in genetics. Like it's all about genetic mm-hmm. and genetic engineering. And but the science is way more consumable and easier to understand than recursion. So that's yeah. always a good thing because, like, I also felt like my brain melted after I read Recursion. <laughs> yeah. My, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to have to take a break from sci-fis for a second. <laughs> I don't remember what I ended up rating Dark Matter versus Recursion. Yeah. Dark I definitely Matter. want to read Dark Matter soon. Um, It's available as an audiobook, but, like, I want to give myself some time to, like, still sit with mm-hmm. Upgrade. So when I first, this is just a very small tangent. When I first started book, like not really bookstagram, because I don't know if I was on bookstagram for Dark Matter, but my review says <laughs> my rating was a 3.8. For Dark that's Matter? How, that's how specific I was. But I rounded up to a, a four. Oh. But instead of being like, I'm going to give it a 3.5 or a four, I was like <laughs> 3.8. Take it or leave it. <laughs> I said in my review, I read this literally over a year ago, um, 
The best way I can describe this was a science slash fantasy version of Midnight Library. Oh. Okay, now I really want to read it. <laughs> I love Midnight Library. If you want the physical copy, we own it. If you would prefer to listen to it, go for it. But we have the physical copy if you would like to read it. I'm probably going to... I might do this thing where I trade one of the copies you let me borrow for Dark Matter and then get that one back when I'm done with Mark Dark Matter. It's not like... I know! That's not currency. You can... I I mean... Josh and I have both read Dark Matter, so it's not going anywhere. I know. All right. I... I, Yeah, I'm going to take that from you. All right. So yeah, it's I can't wait for you to read that so we can discuss it because I really, really, really liked it. I just it, and you like Law and Order in those shows, yeah. So it's like, it's like that. It definitely reads like a TV show movie. So and those okay. for me at least, it seems like I can get through those faster because it's like oh my god. Yeah. So I'm listening to an audiobook. I just literally tonight started a physical book. Upgrade is going to be the next ebook that I read. Take your time. So if you don't get to it, don't. Oh, no. I think I'm going to try and do the three books. We're going to see how, where that goes. Um, But I just literally haven't. Like, work has been so busy. I Sometimes when work is slow, that's when I'll start my ebooks because after staring at a screen all day. Yeah, you're like, I okay. can't stare at another screen. Again. Yeah. <laughs> but so. you're preaching my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why I've been like, I'm being so bad. I like will find a book that I like on NetGalley and I'll email the publisher and be like, hey, can I have like a physical copy? Because um, my eyes hurt at the end of the day because I freaking mm-hmm. am on a computer all day. I don't say that in my book copy, like in my like email, but I like, yeah. what's what's the worst that they can do? Say no or not even answer me. Like that's not going to hurt my feelings. Does it work? What? Have you gotten some? No. <laughs> oh. But one day somebody will listen to me. Well, it's not going to be today. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've given it. I've given it a try. I sent one today, um, for the Bodyguard by Catherine Center. So, fingers crossed, maybe somebody will listen to me. But Hi. speaking of Catherine Center, segue. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> segue. I also, I think I found my best book of 2022 in March. It's March. It's really? fucking March. It's March. <laughs> it's March. Donald Trump. Wow. <laughs> Come back at the end of this year to see if we're just blowing smoke up our own asses. We might be. Who knows? But who the fuck knows? Who the frig knows? But Happiness for Beginners by Catherine Center. First, let me say that this was a book club read. And Mm -hmm. there was a fun little surprise that we had in our book club meeting. And Catherine Center was in our meeting with us. And oh, my gosh, it was the coolest experience. Yeah. Yeah. This woman was so nice. And I was like, you know. She's going to come in here for 30 minutes and we're going to ask her questions and she's going to give it like a little background on herself and then that'll be it. And then we'll just like discuss the book by ourselves. Mm-hmm. She was talking to us for two hours, two hours. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> and it was, she literally took any question that we gave her. Like one of my book friends was like, um, 
so what are you writing right now? Um, are you like, can you tell us like what you're working on right now? And she's like, yeah. And she told us the book she has literally in progress right now about like what the premise is. And like, she was like, told us what it was. And she's like, um, I don't have my elevator pitch yet. So uh, I can't really tell you exactly what it is, but I'll give you a little bit. So it was like really, really cool. Wow. Yeah. She was super nice. And um, but outside of the meeting, it was both like I decided this was my favorite book as soon as I ended the page, mm-hmm. like the book. I was like, this is great. It was it's and it's like her books are all about happiness and like being bringing joy to yourself outside of others and like relationships, of like family members. It's like bringing happiness to yourself and like by doing things you enjoy and figuring yourself out and whatnot. And um, I think that's why I really liked it. It just, like, preaches, like, what I believe in and how, like, you should be, like, you should think, you should, I just stuttered so bad. You should really just, happiness is, like, what, I don't know, whatever. So, I don't know. I just, (laughs) I don't know how to describe it. I just don't know how to describe it. She's just, it was just very um, joyful to read it. And I, it's about, basically, this woman who goes through a divorce. And she's like, you know what? I'm done feeling sorry for myself. I'm going to go and do this huge hiking trip and make myself feel like stronger, better, more empowered because I'm deciding to do this on my own. I'm going to go by myself. She ends up on the same trip as her brother's best friend. And it goes from there. But it is a romance, but it's definitely based around her growing as a human. And I just think it was just, like, an interesting way to see somebody, like, grow and, like, has little undertones of, like, how to make, like, look at happiness and, like, life in different ways, even though things are sad. So, I mean, like, her life, she was going through a lot. Like, she went through Mm -hmm. a divorce. She went through a miscarriage. So, like, a lot of things are, like, really, like, weighing down on her. But, like, I don't know. It was a really, really good book. And I loved it. And it just made me feel super happy after. And those are my kind of books. <laughs> On Saturday, you compared her to another one of your favorite authors, right? Huh? What did I say? Are you talk- oh, yeah. okay. It just, I didn't hear you for No, I know. Side. I'm whispering and I forget that we're oh. on microphones. Um, TJR. Oh, yeah. Okay, so she does this thing, which I'm really excited about. Thanks for saying that. Um, So she does the thing that TGR does, that she has a character in her book and then does another story from another uh, character in the other book. So, like, Duncan in Happiness for Beginner has his own book in her, like, timeline, in her, like, overarching timeline in all her books, and it's just, like, I'm so excited to read more because I love when authors do that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. So like she's doing the same thing that TJR is doing and I love it. And oh, I'm just so excited. And that's one of the books that you just requested on NetGalley? Um, so yeah, her, that will be connected to her other stories as well. That's, ooh, I just like fucking pushed my whole mouth against the mic. That's exciting. I know, I I'm excited. There's like, so... The Duncan one is so body, the bodyguard isn't related to well it is but it's like not like the st- all stories yeah. are related but like 
they're like subtle mm-hmm. um so hopefully fingers crossed i can get the bodyguard but i'm gonna depending on what the seven books are for book of the month coming soon hopefully tomorrow i fucking hope it's tomorrow gods. um but i might add how to save a life i mean not how to save fuck what's it called whatever the other book that is part of the happiness is for beginners so oh, it's on book of the month mm-hmm. yeah she has a few on there um so things to save in a fire is one and sorry sorry yeah, sorry sorry i don't like doing this but i'm going to Catherine Spencer. um yeah so how to walk away what you wish for is the one that i want to get and then things to you save okay. in a fire they're all like what i guess i connected you guys should all read a Catherine Center book because they're so nice. And um, she didn't include sex in her romance, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> we love not having sex scenes in romance books. They're just so cringy. I just, I they can't. really are. I, I get so uncomfortable when I read a sex scene. So I'm like, I'm like reading. I'm like, skim, 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 skim. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, she didn't yep. include it. And if like it was included and it's it's at the end, it's just like, doesn't say it in it it's just like insinuated you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so yeah super good book i really loved it and um i might force it on to you hey okay maybe we'll see yeah i'm not doing it yet though but we'll see so um last book i'm gonna talk about because i did read a lot um of books Mm -hmm. yep get on this horse let's go all right Go. I have my problems. <laughs> you do. So I read November 9th and I went off. Get back. Yep. Off on Instagram. Um and I just she What did I even say? I don't even know where to start because I just her stories are good. They grip you. They gripped me. I was super into November 9th. I'm like, "Yes, this is great." I love this love story. It's a good time. And then it gets to a point. I'm not going to say what it is because I want you to read this book. <laughs> and I know you were excited about it. It gets to this point. And I'm like, what the fuck? And that's where I, I went and went off. She includes these toxic situations and they're, makes them romanticized. And I just can't get behind it. And... It's especially in this one and definitely Verity, but in rem- in reminders of him, but not as bad, like dating your dead boyfriend's best friend. I mean, hmm, that's gross. That's gross. gross. That's really gross. <laughs> and um, yeah. And the fact that. His best friend was trying to get with a married lady. That's gross. <laughs> the girl at the cupcake store. Oh, 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 oh. In reminders of him, I was. Yeah, really that was just, super subtle. Just, but it was. But that's gross. And um, how about in Verity? Uh, what's her face? I can't remember her name. Lowen. Lowen has sex with a married man. That's yeah, gross. <laughs> and recreates the same sex that they had from her her secret memoir. Yep. That's gross. 
that we just need a that's gross button. Ah, <laughs> uh, so when you get to November 9th. November 9th. Uh-huh. There's a moment yep. that happens and I'm going to mm. be like that's I'm going to know exactly what moment it is. Oh too. yeah, you will. Um so yeah, I just don't like that like I I enjoy her stories when I read them. I really really do. And she's a good writer. Like I her stories are great. Like I really love November 9th and Liz can tell you when I was cuz we buddy read together. Hmm. Um I was texting her. I was like, "Let's keep going. I want to know what happens. I love these t- this couple." And then I was like, and then with Verity, I read that shit in like a day because I was yeah. like, this book is bananas. And reminders of him, I really did enjoy the story. I couldn't get behind the 911 call. Couldn't get behind it. But whatever. It's fine. I will never get over it. Fine. But yeah. yeah. Talked to Victoria. I'm going to throw her under the bus here. Um, after she listened to us going at it last episode and she said they said she tried to look for her phone but it was smashed yeah so, but fuck you no fuck listen you. she also no. didn't try very hard to get anybody else's attention because she ran into the highway and killed herself how about try to get a car to stop <laughs> we're not doing this again okay fine but i have a problem you're wrong. That's what it is. No, I am not wrong. I know wrong. other people who agree with me. You're all wrong. That's what it is. Right, Victoria? She'll agree. Yeah, and Liz will agree with me. So I'm like in the minority between the four of us, but it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Fine. So she just is very toxic when with certain things, and I am not behind it because her reading, like, besides us, because we're older, but there's girls yeah. on TikToks who are like freaking 14 who read these books. And yeah, are we are we sure we want those girls to be like that? Unsure. I think also because every genre has its tropes or like whatever. I think for romance books specifically, they need to have a little bit of like something spicy to keep the reader intrigued. Yeah, alien I'm not. Sex. Well, okay, <laughs> barbarians. Um, I think maybe that may be what you're talking about. Cause I feel like, I mean, what you're saying is valid. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I think that people love Colleen Hoover because of her writing style and because of her storylines. And maybe that's like their crazy plot twists that we like in thriller books as being romance readers, if that makes sense. Oh, totally. And I totally get that. And like, there are people who like, I um was going to say, there are people who like romance reads that are just sad. And like, yeah, that's what Colleen Hoover is. She's just somebody who has these really sad plot lines. They're not all sad. They mm-hmm. end happy. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know. I just think her toxic plot lines, I'm not here for it. But I'm going to continue to read her books. So who am I to judge? (laughs) You're going to, well, you have It Ends With Us, right? Because you just got that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when she's going to send it, but I will be getting that because I want to give away and it's not also It Just Ends With Us. I also got Ice Blood at Barbarians and I'm very concerned for my health. (laughs) 
<laughs> New co-host wanted. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Okay, you know when you enter giveaways and you mm-hmm. see like a pile of books and sometimes you just get to pick one. So I freaking was like, ooh, it ends with us. I entered it and she's like, congrats, Danielle, you won the whole stack. And I went back and looked at the stack. Ice Planet Barbarians. <laughs> Rip. Oh Rip. God. I'm like, shit. This is my Watch life Danielle's now. review in two months. You know, honestly, I'm ready to read it and review it because I love going off on popular books like that. I'm going to be like, I loved it. Yay, aliens. <laughs> New co-host wanted. Yay. Right above me, you're going to see the <laughs> logo go across. <laughs> wanted. <laughs> resume just email us for a resume <laughs> dm it to boost and reviewed <laughs> dm it to boost and reviewed danielle doesn't check it it's fine i'll get it and then i will give you a call yeah so that's what i read i read jurassic park 2 that was really cool that was another sci-fi that i really enjoyed so yeah well yeah enough of what i i read because you know we don't need to spend time on that we need to spend overall, time oh go ahead overall real quick what was your Favorite and least favorite, not including crying in H Mart. Um, best one for me, happiness for beginners, obviously. Mm-hmm. And my least favorite, my friend Anna. Okay, that's fair. But if we weren't including crying in H Mart, crying in H Mart. Oh, uh, how about you, Morgan? I think my favorite. Well, I know my favorite was Peach Blossom Spring. Plug of that course. again. Yes. My least favorite. It's got to be between A Flicker in the Dark and Paris Apartment. But just based on what I rated them with the like 2, 2.5, whatever, it's A Flicker in the Dark. Because I gave that a 2 and I gave Paris Apartment a 2.5. Dang. Yeah. And honestly, even if crying in h-mart was included they would those would still be my choices <laughs> segway uh, so segway so let me we read, read this the, beauty this month yes this i will beauty. read the synopsis okay <clears throat> all right um, on Saturday, I read this and I had had a glass and a half of wine. So let me see if it I It was a fucking struggle. <laughs> it's bad. An unflinching, powerful memoir about growing up Korean-American, losing her mother, and forging her own identity. In this exquisite story of family, food, grief, and endurance, Michelle Zahner proves herself far more than a dazzling singer, songwriter, and guitarist. With humor and heart, she tells of growing up one of the few Asian-American kids at her school in Eugene, Oregon, of struggling with her mother's particular high expectations of her, of a painful adolescence, of treasured months spent in her grandmother's tiny apartment in Seoul, where she and her mother would bond late at night over heaping plates of food. As she grew up, moving to the East Coast for college, finding work in the restaurant industry, and performing gigs with her fledgling band, and meeting the man who would become her husband, her Koreanness began to feel ever more distant, even as she found the life she wanted to live. 
It was her mother's diagnosis with terminal cancer when Michelle was 25 that forced a reckoning with her identity and brought her to reclaim the gifts of taste, language, and history her mother had given her. Vivacious and plain-spoken, lyrical and honest, Zahner's voice is as radiantly alive on the page as it is on stage. Rich with intimate anecdotes that will resonate widely and complete with family photos, Crying in H-Mart is a book to cherish, share, and reread. So, start off, what did you rate it? Um, I gave it a 3.5. When we recorded on Saturday, I was between a 3.5 and a 4. When we talked through it all, I decided on a 3.5 as well. Yeah. Um. Oh, do you want to start? You know. Yeah. What did you like? What did you like? Let's start there. So, yeah. So this book. Yeah. In my review. I just, it's a heavy one. Um, in my review on book, on Goodreads, I wrote word for word. Excuse me. Pulling it up. Excuse me. I suggest a box of tissues, bottle of wine, and a nice warm hug from a loved one after you read this. Because you're going to need it. It's we got the tissues and the wine. Heart-wrenching. Heart wrenching. Um, and I don't like that. But I do love a book about a culture that I don't normally and that's not me. And I uh mm-hmm. I love learning about other people and what I'm pulling out my notes on my email, that's why I'm looking down. Oh, you're um, fine. I like learning about the Korean American culture and like growing up as a Korean American as a parent who's a Korean American, as their childhood, their mm. food, what their beauty, like the beauty and like fashion and yeah. all of that stuff. I thought that was so interesting. And I loved that aspect of the book. I thought that was so good. Um, and like, that's like the really big part that I really enjoyed. And I thought that like, her connection with her mother and food and having that come throughout the book as she's going through this traumatic event um, and continue on after. Um, I thought that was an interesting way to put a memoir together. Um, And I thought it was interesting to see how different their food was. And I Googled a lot of the pictures of the food that they mentioned. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, just that experience and seeing and learning, I loved, 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 loved that. What about you? Mm-hmm. I think, so I was torn between the 3.5 and a 4 the first time, like when we talked on Saturday, because the, oops, this book I think is what I needed when my grandma passed away. So there were a lot of very, 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 very similar um, details in her mom's battle with cancer and my grandma's battle with cancer. So when she found out that her mom was sick, she just found out that there was more doctor's appointments. Like her parents didn't really tell her what was going on. When I found out, I just was told my grandma was not able to come to my graduation. And then I came home and she was in a hospital bed and I was like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? So it was kind of like a lot of the pain that I felt because 
in a way, we were in similar situations where she was watching her mom deteriorate. She was one of the sole caretakers. That was how I was once I, because I graduated. I keep hitting this. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, I, once I graduated college, I came home and I was the exact same thing. I was the, not the sole provider, but I was one of the caretakers and I was helping her out with everything and anything, taking her to doctor's appointments, visiting her in the hospital. A lot of the pain that she felt and grief that she was feeling while her, I almost said while her crema, while her mom was still alive, was a lot of the same feelings that I was going through that I was, I felt so alone. So I think reading this book was super helpful to me because there was specifically one part when, um, sorry, there was one part and I think it's like the first chapter when she's walking through H Mart and she's like, I think at this point in the, like it's present day and she's, cause her mom was dead in the first chapter. So she's in H Mart and she's like looking around and she sees some random person and she's just like, why couldn't it be that person? Why my mom? And I remember not to like that extreme of like wishing death upon people, but like being like, why is this happening to me right now? Why is this happening? What, like, what did I do essentially? But, um, outside of the grief and how much I feel like I needed this book I didn't really care about the storyline so much like after her mom had passed I was just kind of like okay um the book is done now right and it had like a couple more chapters about how like she had her happy ending I guess in a way but I just didn't really connect with it I didn't really care about it I think I was too enveloped in the painful part of it that once that was over, I was just like, whoo, that was the therapy session that I needed. Thank you for that. (laughs) And then I was done. Yeah. See ya. (laughs) So that's why I ended up back at a 3.5 because overall, I don't think I loved the book as much as anybody else did. I also think hot take. You're going to agree with me. This book was overrated and overhyped. I totally agree. It, for me, I just, I'm not a person, as I literally said in my book review of the months, uh, I like happy books. And this book was devastating. And like, you go through this woman losing her mother. And it even like even the devastation starts before she loses her mother. Like she goes goes about how she talks about how her mother was hard on her while she was growing up, and how she just wished she could be a part of an American family because American families weren't so tough, and how like she was like she fell out of a tree and her mom was yelling at her and like didn't even give her like a like oh my gosh are you okay here's a band aid. You want to mm-hmm. drink? You want to drink a water? No, her mom's like, why the hell are you in a tree? And why the fuck did you fell out of it? And like, it was just like, whoa, yeah. what the heck? And like, um, and how she was just like striving to always impress her mom and she couldn't ever do it. And then it just, and the only way she ever did it was through food and like cooking with her. And like, that's her only connection that she really felt with her mm-hmm. until she, she like, learned her mother was passing away through cancer and then they like she just it's just a lot and it's yeah 
it's really sad to read about somebody losing someone so close to that to you like it's I couldn't even imagine going through losing my mother I would literally be a mess more than a mess I'd be just a freaking ball of poop I don't know what I would be I just it's a lot to process and uh because when I read a book I put myself in the the narrator's shoes and it's it was and I read I didn't shed a tear once which I think it's because I was read a lot of this at work and I was just like can't cry I can't cry I can't do this right now I cannot cry so yeah I it's a lot to take in is it a lot in a good way not really no I think so a lot of the reviews are on bookstagram state that this book will like destroy you this book didn't destroy me i mean in ways that i've been destroyed by books reminders of him destroyed me it ends with us destroyed me they both die at the end destroyed me this book helped me but didn't destroy me. I think that's where I'm just, I think that's where the overhype is because I expected to be shattered on the floor and have to put myself back together. And I finished the book and I was just like, okay, I'm going to move on with my day. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Like it was a very interesting book. I read it really fast. I mean, it is a small book, but like I read it pretty fast and I just, Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I just wasn't as, like, I was expecting myself to be, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? And I didn't get, I did, and, like, I felt the sadness, right? I just didn't get the blubberingness that I thought I was going to have when I. Yeah. I don't know. It it was good. Like, it was good. And if people are, like, haven't read it yet and are, like, still, like, really wanting to read it, I would say read it, yes. Mm-hmm. but I wouldn't go in with the high hopes that everybody else is putting out there maybe um that's fair you know does that make sense like yeah just lower don't... your expectations I don't necessarily think in a bad like I don't think this book was bad I think if we went into this without the hype of Bookstagram, we might have liked it a tiny bit more. I don't think we would have given it fives, but we might have enjoyed it potentially a little bit more. I really don't know. But I think the hype of Bookstagram is really what kind of ruined it for me. I think I agree. But here's the thing. I And this is why I like our podcast. I would have never, ever picked this book. Never in a million years. I saw people were reading it on book Instagram and I was like, "Mm, what's it about? And I read the synopsis and I was like, nah, yeah, I'm good on that. Um, And that's why I love our podcast so much because I always end up reading something that I would never pick up normally. And Mm -hmm. I did enjoy it. I gave it a three and a half and that's pretty good for something that I like saw. And I was like, yeah, right. I'm not going to read this shit. Here we are. (laughs) I read it. And it was good. I probably won't read it, reread it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Same. my time with it. Um, but it was just okay, you know? 
Yeah. I think there was one other thing that was really helpful for me along the aspect that I was talking about earlier. And then another thing that I think we want to talk about a little bit. This isn't really probably going to be a long conversation. but We can make it long because I have a lot of notes that I would like. Um, Like we can go about like what we. Uh, there's some stuff I do want to bring up more. Yeah. So. so when she is dating Peter, like when her mom gets sick, they decide to like get married. Real, not really quickly, but probably a lot quicker than they had planned on if her mom wasn't sick. So they actually went through with the wedding. They did it. Excuse me. Her mom was there. That was something that when my grandma was sick, she had told me that she was like, I'm not going to be there for your wedding. That like really upset her. Josh and I, I mean, we were only dating for a year. So at that point, I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to commit. I mean, I had commitment issues anyway, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to commit and then put him in a weird position position because I feel like he definitely would have done it if I brought it up and I didn't want him to feel like pressured. And in my head at that time, I was like, you're fucking nuts. Why would you do something like that? But the fact that they did that in the book, they were on a little bit of a different, I think her and Peter were together a little bit longer than we were, but just the fact that it, something that they did made me feel a little less like crazy. Yeah. I guess thinking that. Yeah. For being like, oh, I should just like marry this guy that I don't even know if I'm going to be with for the rest of my life just so she can see me get married. And then I was like, you're a whack job. But you're not. You are a whack job. No, and then not. look, we're married anyway. So <laughs> then like um, I said before, she was definitely there in spirit and she totally was there and saw you guys get married. I mean, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I feel that way. Um, about how like when I have a grandma this is not even related to cancer at all but when my grandma passed I was so devastated and I was like my grandma's never gonna meet Mikey and it makes me so sad because I know Mike if my grandma would have gotten along so well because she's just this quirky little nugget and I think that Mike would have thought she was so funny and it makes me so yeah. sad that like when I think about how she's they were are never gonna meet and I just it hurts. And that's like what mm-hmm. that could have happened if they never got married. Or well, they did meet, but like they would have never no, got to see that. marriage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are important parts of life. And it's like tough, you know? Those are yeah. the things that really made me emotional about this book is like those tough moments and like relating it back to your life and like those people you've are who passed and stuff like that. That's like the thing that yeah. makes this book emotional for me is like thinking about what my grandma and like my grandma passing and like all these moments that I'm never going to have my grandma there for. And it's like, yeah, like my first, my first kid, my grandma's never going to be my first kid and like all that stuff. So it's like super tough. Yeah. Yeah. So. Segway. (laughs) I did it. I did it. I made Morgan cry. No, no. Segway (laughs) to a much more um, interesting part of the conversation (laughs) well you read this book before i did yes i remember you telling me that there were parts of this book that were very weird and like blunt and i was like i don't know what she's talking about and then i started reading it and i was like oh that's what she's talking about (laughs) there was literally 
I only have two written down and I really don't remember the, like there was one early on in the book that I cannot remember. I didn't write it down, but this one I thought was kind of, it was weird and it was very blunt, but I thought it was kind of cute. I think it was at the wedding when her comes back out and they were like being cutesy or whatever, the dad and the mom. And he comes back out to the daughter and she's just like, why are you smiling? And he's like, your mother just touched my penis. And I was just kind of like, okay, kind of weird. But also I just pictured him like smiling and just like being a dork and being like, hey, your mom just touched my penis. <laughs> I don't know. Like that's just, that kind of made me laugh a yeah, little bit. Yeah, no, that was really funny. That one was like super good and I enjoyed that one. But there's other parts, like you said, where I was like, whoa, that was super blunt. And I'm like, what the heck? Her, she is really telling yeah. it like it is. They described when she was talking about like um, feeling lucky and going and getting a lottery ticket. It was whenever her mom dreamt i think dreamt of literal shit like poop like she would dream of just straight caca and then would go and buy a lottery (laughs) ticket caca (laughs) and she also talked at one point about how she like dreamt or saw like a really long turd in a toilet like I pictured like a spiral. That's how she described it in a fucking toilet. <laughs> to go get lottery ticket. You remember that? Yeah, I do. That was so bizarre. And I'm wondering why. Like why poop? Have, yeah. But like when she worded it, she said shit. Like the word shit. She was like, yeah, when my, gra- when my grandma, when my mom dreams of shit. And I was like, okay, weird. And then she was like, no, like literal caca literal poop <laughs> just like what if that's weird that's I'm just plain weird if it was just them or if it was like a cultural thing and now i want to google it so <laughs> it's probably not a cultural thing i think it was just her, a mom like her mom thing her mom and then a weirdo. She, but she kind of okay in a very cute where really weird way she kind of took over that as well because she was like mom we're gonna go buy like i can't tell you why but we're gonna go buy a lottery ticket and that was something that they weirdly bonded over caca but (laughs) see how many times i can throw caca in (laughs) that's irrelevant but i don't know i think there were it came right up what what came up hold on hold on okay so it says um, seven Korean dreams and dream interpretations that mean you can win the lottery. And number two is getting poop thrown at your head. <laughs> getting so specific. Dreaming what of poop indicated, indicates that hindrances will be eliminated, just like relieving bowels in the bathroom. Dreams involve being feces to reflect things progressing smoothly. However, dreaming of throwing away dung is a negative sign if you dream of having your whole body covered in excretory substances you will surely experience a windfall and or success caca poopies (laughs) okay so it's a cultural thing that's interesting i have never 
heard of that. That's so interesting. I just thought it was something that they do. I need better headphones. These are like fucking hurting my ears. Oh, no. These ones hurt my ears, too. But it's just because my glasses. Yep. That's what it is. It's They're pushing like my glasses bag. into my skull. Yep. I'm going to have indents. Yeah, same. So, um, those oh, were like, so I remember the part you were talking about. I oh, think tell it me. was in the beginning when her kids were making fun of her and they were saying something about like, yes, yeah, it was something about like, mm, something about, uh, I don't want to say it because I think it's a little racist. Yes. I sent it to Josh. I know exactly what you're talking about now. The quote was because it was it was racist essentially because they were making fun of her eyes because she had um like squinty eyes i guess they said that um she oh what was it basically that they were like oh does your vagina look like your eyes like, oh yeah she's they had a sl- she had a slanted vagina or something like that they did not use vagina let me tell you they used the big old p word Oh, yeah. Damn it. (laughs) Yes, that one, Danielle. Thank you for sharing with the class. Oh, yeah. Uh, God damn it. Yeah, no, that's what we mean by blunt. Like, she literally says it like it is. And she doesn't hold it back. So, like, that's a very nice addition. Like, I I thought it was bizarre because, like, as Americans, we're like, we kind of hold it back. I mean, except for one I just said, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, like we kind of hold it back, especially when it comes to like a, a formal conversation. You Americans tend to like not say things so bluntly. So like reading it. Except for like, right now. Right. Two this fucking isn't formal. We all know it now. It's episode 10, 9. So. <laughs> Eight, seven, thirty-four. Six. It's like interesting to read it in a book like this. So yes, I I sent that and snapped it to I snapped it and sent it to Josh because whenever like whenever we read something stupid in a book, I send it to you too. But whenever Josh and Chris end up reading something like funny or weird or like in any way inherently sexual in a book, they'll like snap it to each other. And I started joining in on that. I invited myself to that party. <laughs> so I sent it to them and Josh read it out loud when I sent it to him because he didn't open it for like four hours. So we're sitting and he just reads it. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why'd you just throw that word out? And he was like, oh, um, I'm opening your Snapchat from four hours ago. <laughs> oh, so but- good yeah i that that's what it was yeah i remember because i was like i couldn't remember on saturday because one wine was like wine in danielle's brain it all just blah, 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 blah. yeah blah, 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 now yep. i remember because i was like oh yeah she said this but once you put wine in my body i will not remember anything nope nope nope, nope. at this point in the episode we were literally like Books. Yep, exactly that. Yeah, we were not. <laughs> Is this a podcast? Yeah, we were not. Uh, well, yeah. Coherent. <sighs> well, um, yeah. What What else do you? So I just have two things to like close out that tie back into other things, but I don't want to jump around. If you have other things that you want to talk about in this book, because I 
I finished it very recently and I just kind of dotted in my notes so we could talk about it. I figured we wouldn't have too, too much to talk about, especially since we were kind of in the middle. We didn't like love it, but we didn't hate it kind of thing because I feel like that gives us yeah. at least soapboxes to go on. Um, yeah, I just, um, like I said, I, I thought it was interesting, like just to learn about a different culture. And like, this makes me want to read more books about different cultures that I've like I'm not normally like acceptable I don't know not normally around you know yeah I don't know if acceptable was the right word I think I think you just I'm not like I don't go for books that like especially memoirs that aren't not funny and aren't about something that's will make me laugh or Or like you I mean people don't go for books don't interest them which is fine yeah and I think like reading this book definitely taught me that I need to go outside of my comfort zone sometimes and get an experience that I wouldn't normally mm-hmm. have with something I normally pick out yeah. and right. I think that's why I enjoyed this all together because I like had a good experience about learning about like food and like these like cute like fun fun things about how they dream about poop and then they think they go buy lottery tickets. Like there's just little stuff like that trinkled, like sprinkled throughout this whole thing that I thought was super interesting. Mm-hmm. And to your point about how um, this helped you like accept, mm-hmm. it didn't have the same effect with me, but I did read a book that kind of did that for me this month. Um, and it's also about death. Um, so I read Under the Whispering Door by TJ mm-hmm. Bloon. And I, I just wanted to kind of bring it up just because, like, this was about death. And it also it could help you not feel alone. But mm-hmm. there's also other books like that, too. So, like, TJ Kloon's book is, like, about what happens to people when between death and where you go after. Say heaven, hell, wherever you believe you go after afterlife. And um, I just thought it was very comforting to see, have a, in a cute place to put your loved ones when they're in between, like when they pass. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was very comforting to think of like my grandma in this cute little tea shop where he and his, the main character ends up and like with the characters that the main character meets and like they're just very and like the adventures he went on and I could see my grandma just fitting in all with all these cute like characters and I just it was something that I wish I had sooner when I lost her so like I kind of went through the same experience you did except for with a different book Mm -hmm. so um yeah I did enjoy crying in age mart it is way overhyped I agree I think that's what we're gonna have a takeaway from this overhyped way overhyped but if you want to read it read it just be aware of how how blunt and how sad it is it is very sad (laughs) it is it it's very sad yeah that's i think where just gotta remember what are you Um, remembering so i actually had a lot of crossovers this month it was more so so like here let me give an example i read hold on i read 
so I read a lot of books at the same time as others. I kind of like double dipped. So while I was reading Paris Apartment, which takes place in France, I was also reading Death of a Nile, which doesn't take place in France. You can't, is that better? Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you want me to? Uh, okay. Just don't um, forget. I just, you're echoing a little, so. Okay, I'll go back. Um, so I was reading Paris Apartment, which takes place in France, and Death on the Nile, which doesn't take place in France, but the main detective dude is French. So he's like speaking French in this book while in Paris Apartment, they're also speaking French. So it was a little interesting, right, that I paired those two up at the same time. And then I read Peach Blossom Spring, which is about a Chinese family who fled to, ultimately, I think they end up in Taiwan. So like an Asian American situation when they, like at some point they ended up in the United States and then crying in H-Mart, also an Asian American, like very different cultures, but Asian American just as a whole, which was interesting. And something that was really weird, but so cool was that while I was reading, I know I said this on Saturday and you're going to say I'm uncultured again, but while I was listening, listening, while I was reading The Paris Apartment, they brought up this band called The Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. And I was like, oh, okay, that's something probably specific to this book. Okay, whatever. I'd never heard of them. And then in the book of cold cases, clearly unrelated, it was, that band was brought up again. And I was like, okay, they must be real. And I've just never heard of them. I swear on my life, okay? <laughs> I get into my car on like Thursday. I'm pulling out of my driveway. I'm driving to work and I throw my phone on shuffle. And it was like a throwback playlist. Put my phone on shuffle. First song that pops up is by the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. And I was like, so weird. First off. Right? I was. (laughs) And I hadn't, I don't think I'd ever heard the song before. So I still like wasn't familiar with them at all. But I was like, oh, I don't know what song's playing. I looked down and it says whatever song it was by the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. You're like, what the fuck? What is my life? (laughs) Yeah. That stuff's like so crazy. It's like, uh. Um, like the Mandela effect, kind of. It was just so, like so weird. I mean, I didn't know how else to describe it. I think I just ended up overlapping a lot. That's the only way that I can explain it. It just was like a perfect overlap. I don't know, but there's, there's a term for that. So, like when you notice something, and then you just start noticing it more and more when things reoccur in your. I'm going to see what you say, and then I'm going to... No, there's like a specific term, and Markiplier talked about it in a video, and um, I never remember what it's called. And So, sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine, you're in, fine. I was just going to say that it's just a word, and then... In One True Loves, which is what I'm reading right now, I swear to God, Danielle, they talk about that term in the fucking chapter that I'm on. No, they don't. Oh, my yes, God. Okay, do. we're done. Podcast over. I'm going to send you. 
I'm going to send you a snap because they're talking. They're at the beginning. This is no spoilers. They're at the beginning when she's noticing the swim guy, Jesse. Yes. And she's like, oh, I've never noticed him before. And then her friend is like, oh, yeah, it's this term. Like, you don't notice things until you notice them. And then you don't stop seeing them. And you just fucking brought it up. And now I am going to go buy the lottery. you're freaking out even more yeah. now. <laughs> I'm going to go buy the lottery because I'm thinking about Honestly, Kaka. you're going to have a good shit tonight, too. <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture of it. I swear to Please God. Please do, because I really want to know what that word is. And it's that's like a, it's, yeah. so funny that i don't remember i literally forgot about that part because i do remember her saying that that's so fucking weird that's so weird weird. why is this happening jesus is that you god are you looking down at me me? (laughs) you in here you might you should go buy a lottery ticket i should probably lose but well you but like you might win though you could win a whole dollar. Or I could lose a whole dollar. Yeah, but then you still had fun scratching off. Oh, did I, though? Did I have fun scratching it off? I don't know. You might have. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to say about this book before we go into Bookstagrammer of the Month? Nah, son. Read, maybe, if you want to. This book. Okay. Okay, how about you take it away, Danielle, with the Instagrammer of the month? Bookstagrammer of the month. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Um, Woo. So we chose a lady. <laughs> the bookstagrammer. That's, That's the end of it. We chose, <laughs> we a, lady. chose a lady. You guys got to figure it out. No, I'm just kidding. So this person is somebody I've met recently and because of my friend Shelby, um, who this person is her best friend IRL, and her name is Lucy at Lucy Lumos L U C Y L U O M O S. I I stroked out there L U C Y L U M O S Lucy Lumos, and I talk to this girl every day, and I'm so sorry that I'm the way I am, Lucy but I love you and I love talking to you (laughs) and I just think you're the nicest human. And I think that, and she comments on all our stuff and she's just so nice. And, um, we love her content and just her, her being. So we chose her for our book Instagrammer of the month. Thank you for being our friends. And always commenting on our stuff. Please don't stop. We need you in our life. <laughs> yes, um, she comments on every single post that I put on the podcast page. Every single one. I yeah. think I went back and felt bad because I, I missed one. I went back because I had posted something and I was like, oh, I'll come back to this. And then life got busy. And it was the um, when I posted that we wanted a new co-host. And she commented and said do we need to drink the sock water? <laughs> and I missed it for like a couple weeks and I commented and I was like, maybe she won't notice that I just <laughs> forgot to respond and didn't see it. I just didn't see it for like two weeks, but that was so freaking funny. She, I actually laughed out loud. She, uh, think she must've thought the sock water thing was funny because she does mention that very sometimes when we're talking, I'm like, 
she said something to me a while ago and she's like is morgan making you drink sock water again <laughs> only happened like, one time one time the one time oh man yeah if you want do if you want to torture me just have me drink anything with cucumber in it instead of waterboarding you i'll just sock water border oh my Forget gosh it. that's pure torture Forget right it. there no i knew what you meant <laughs> It just didn't come out right. Uh, so yeah, thanks, Lucy, for thinking my torture of sock from sock water was funny. It's funny, as it is, and it was funny, honestly. And just thanks for being our friend. And I noticed you guys were chatting on book Instagram. I saw some comments between the two of you on your personal she, page. Yes, she commented on the post that I shared today. And I swear, I honestly meant to reach out to her today because you said on Saturday that she gives good recs. So I was going to reach out to her. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we've like talked, talked in DM. So I was going to like say hi like, and say, hey, like put her on the spot and be like, Danielle, Danielle says, said you have good recs. <laughs> Danielle was forcing our fr- my friendship on you. So here we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, But work just got so busy today. So I will, I will do it. I'm not just all talk right now i well you have on to on book instagram now you know i have to reach out to her anyway yeah but i will Here's do it start I usually, a friendship i usually do that on the pod page yeah. so you'll be getting a dm two dms from me <laughs> hey <laughs> but yeah no what i mean by rex is she's very good at reading her net galley arcs and mm-hmm. she's read off brick load so if you ever want a good she reads pretty much like a good like mix of genres, but she's very romance. Mm-hmm. So if you need a good ARC that's a romance on Night Alley, go reach out to her. She's read a bunch, so she'll know Sounds which good. ones to request. So yeah, do yeah. it. She is somebody I strive to be like because I have sixteen books on my Night Alley list. Yeehaw! Yeah, I have a problem. I don't know about sixteen, but I still have a lot. I have so many. The downfall of life. Yep. This is Endless the TBR. insert the this is fine fire dog drinking coffee emoji it's right fine. here. <laughs> this is fine. Or the I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in danger. That's my so, favorite thing. Sorry. Yes, Lucy. Follow Lucy. L U C Y L U M O S. Lucy. Wow. I know. I had to close my eyes. Did you see me concentrating? You did, and I thought you were still going to fuck it up, but you didn't. Proud of you. Honestly. Proud of you. Same. <laughs> With that, before we close out the podcast, we are going to draw our next genre out of a, out of a cup. It is time. It is time mm-hmm. for... Time it is. Mm-hmm. So here's how we're going to do it. Since I chose last time, we're going to let Danielle do it. And you know what? She's right over here. You didn't know that, but she is. Hold on. Let me shake it for you. Do you have I'm a ready. cup? Oh, um, here. No, here I'm going to reach go. into it. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, hold on. Wait, there, hold you on. Got there you go. There we go. There we go. Oh, there oh. you go. Oh. What that's, is that? Holy cow. That's a, that's a, that's big, a big piece, piece of, of paper. paper in there. Holy cow. Jesus Christ. You didn't even try. <laughs> Try. <laughs> what does that say, Danielle? Can you fiction, read, baby? Damn it! I was actually really excited when I drew this on Saturday. Yeah, I was really excited because when we were watching movies after, I was literally like, 
subtly trying to find yes, historical fiction wrecks. <laughs> so what we're going to do, we have already picked out a couple. We're going to let you guys decide again. Do we want to keep the, our choices a secret until? Yeah, we we'll should. post them on okay. like Instagram. So Danielle and I collective, oops, collectively chose a historical fiction together. Danielle chose a historical fiction on her own that she wants to read. I did the same. And then, so that's three. We're going to see what options Book of the Month has when it drops. And then once those options come out, we will post the stuff for you guys to vote on, on the, on the pod page, on our personal Instagrams, whatever. From there, excuse me, from there, that'll decide, like you guys decided on Crying in H Mart. So that's going to decide what our next podcast read is for April. Yeah, April? you guys yes. should be with us. April. I don't know what month we're in. April. Yes. April. Yes. April. Okay. Yes. And you guys so, should read with us because it's always, it's kind of like a mini book club in a way if you read with us. You just have to watch and comment and we'll, we'll always nice. answer. It might take we a will. while. We'll always I answer. might forget it. I might forget and... It, I'm sorry, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> but we will answer. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you should. When. So, hopefully, fingers crossed, the book of the month book comes out tomorrow. Probably not also, Thursday. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Continue. Go ahead. What? You go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, hopefully, they come out tomorrow. If not Thursday, and then we will post the vote. Sometime within Thursday, probably Friday. If we if we get a good historical fiction or at least like one major one there, I could probably post it on Thursday. But okay. we'll say we'll say Friday. most likely Friday. Yeah. Yeah. If it's Thursday, that's great for us. I don't know. Yeah. Um <laughs> I what was I gonna say? I don't know. Oh, um, comment down below on the YouTube link, or if you would like to DM us specifically, we know that our audio has been fucky for a little bit. So if this is preferred, if this sounds better, if you guys like this better, please let us know. We are very open. We're, we're trying very hard. Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah. It's been a ride for the audio. Our video is fine. Like, we're, our video has been fine. Yeah. It's just our audio has been a challenge and a half. So, if this setup sounds better and whatnot, and it just is a more enjoyable experience, let us know. Because we can keep doing this. And we can still yeah. be idiots like we are in real life. Absolutely. But yeah, no. And we, we love your guys' input. So, just let us know. We are open for suggestions as well. Um, if you guys have any, we are also broke, so please keep that in mind. And yeah, we're not buying fucking three hundred board dollar soundboards. No, um, we cannot do that at the moment. This is, I think, today worked out pretty good. So fingers crossed that this sounds good and turns out good. This might be the way that it ends up being. It's so much fun to do it in person, but we want you to also be able to hear us being idiots and not just laugh along it and not know what we're saying yeah. or like have the echo and it just, we it's, want to somewhat sound professional. Yeah. I know we're fucking morons, but like <laughs> we want to like sort of be okay, yeah. you know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But please let us know your thoughts, suggestions. Suggestions. Um, Even book book suggestions, too. Also books. Any suggestions besides getting a new co-host because I... You're not getting I'm working better on that. than this, baby. Oh, that's, mm. that's not what I said. Yep, that's what she was saying. Nope, <laughs> she secretly what loves me. <laughs> anyway, Yay. I think it's time to cut the podcast short. Um, goodbye. Are you having fun? <laughs> this has been Booze Interviewed. Where can they find you, Morg? Um, they can find me at underscore bookmorgs underscore. Where can they find you? At Danny Allreads um, on book Instagram. Yeehaw. Hell yeah. This has been episode, we don't know. Nine or ten. We are unsure. Honestly, whatever Spotify says. Count. Count at this point how many episodes we have. Yeah. Let us know because we never know. (laughs) Yeah. Comment that as well. Just send us everything that is going on in your life. Okay. Hey, Mike, do you want to do that aggressive thing that Josh did when we trying to freaking record the other day that made us laugh really hard? Oh. Did he say no? Yeah. What is the? Oh, I guess I could. But you should really just recreate it. Turn ginger really fast. Okay. Well, everybody. Okay. It's been fun. Read Crying in H Mart if you want to. But you guys really should read Peach Blossom Spring and Happiness for Beginners. Yeehaw. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.